0: The following episode of the Cedar Log is a special production, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the Cedar Log from Unami Lodge One. <laughs> Welcome to the Cedar Log from Unami Lodge's History Committee. Today we have three special guests Patrick, Liam, and Austin Grober. Today we'll be talking about the updates and renovations to Heart's Order of the Arrow ceremony grounds.
2: Hi guys. Hey, how's it going, Kyle? I'm doing hey, just Kyle. great.
1: <laughs> so let's just get right into it. Can you tell us why, why are you wanting to renovate the grounds?
2: So, um, so just to introduce myself. My name's Austin Grober. I'm the ceremonies chair for Unami Lodge One. Um, I've been involved in ceremonies for the past five years. Been chair for past three. Um, and over time, the grounds have become deteriorated and. And my job as the ceremonies chair, I think it's very important to give a ceremony that deal candidates will remember for the rest of their lives. And we can't do that unless we have a grounds that we can really take pride in and also to really show off um, and make a very good ceremony. So that's one of the reasons why I want to do it. We want to make it very memorable um, for candidates coming into the lodge one of the biggest reasons and this
0: would be a more personal reason on why that we started this project is i'm a ceremonialist for the lodge and i've been doing ceremonies since the first month of me joining the lodge and i think that the ceremony is a vital part of and the airmen coming into our lodge so we need to preserve the traditions at these grounds so that everyone can experience them
1: what about you
3: i would have to say the same thing what austin Lamb said we just need to make sure we can preserve the grounds for our future airmen so they can enjoy the same things we did as we went through our ordeal ceremony.
1: Austin, would you, all, would you say that all three of you together have a really uh, personal connection to
2: using any ceremonial grounds, especially hearts,
1: from uh, being ceremonialist, ceremonialist yourself?
2: Yeah, I mean, I did my ordeal at heart, and it's always been the grounds that I started with. It's also the grounds that my father also did ceremonies in as well. I took after his footsteps, um, becoming a ceremonialist. And I think it's pretty cool that we, me and my father connected through 20, 30 different years, um, just between ceremonies. I think that's pretty cool. And I think with heritage and everything in the lodge, it's it's just something that we need to keep alive.
1: That's amazing how 20, 30 years is like connecting to a father and son. I think there's needs to need more of that in the lodge. Um, let's talk about what you guys are doing to the grounds. So why don't you talk about what you guys are adding to the grounds actually.
0: So, great question Kyle. So we are adding, if you're standing at the top of the grounds and you look down to the left, about in the middle, we're going to be adding in a drum circle for our drum team. That way it is easier for the drum team to watch the ceremonialists and watch when the candidates come in so they can do the different songs and they can do the the drum and the flute. We're going to be adding that to make it look a part of the, the grounds, not just it's far away back in the corner where no one can see it, because I don't think enough people have appreciation for the drum team, for all the work and the effort that goes into memorizing the songs, learning the beat, following the drum leader. So that's one of the, say the biggest things that we are adding. And um, I can't wait to start working on that so we can get that in for the first ceremony.
1: So Liam, specifically with the uh, drum circle, would you say the drum circle is really important to a uh, ceremony? It really helps like make you feel more immersed in what's happening?
0: It is, yeah. It makes you feel like you're there. It, you definitely, you can feel it within your hearts. Like, when they're walking around, they, um, like, when Mateo does the legend, they do the flute. Or when they're walking, the ordeal candidates or brotherhood candidates, and they're doing different songs. When they're getting the sashes, um, you can feel it in your chest. And you'll also be feeling the beating of the drum in your heart. And in that way, you're following along with the tempo. And it's, it's definitely a vital part of the ceremony, 100% it would be the heartbeat of the ceremony, if you would say.
1: What a great analogy. So uh, what, what else do you guys plan to add to the cere- uh, ceremony grounds?
3: So we also plan on adding a whole lot more of the benches. Now this is, we're not adding any more. We're going to be replacing the benches. So as you can see in some of the videos that we've already posted, a lot of the benches are falling apart. A lot of them have become rotted. So we are going to make that one of the main priorities, fixing all the benches, we are also going to put putting in new steps that lead down to the ceremonial grounds. Uh, we know that's a lot of, a lot of people can trip and fall. So we're going to make them a little bit better, but um, yeah.
1: Are you making these benches out of just wood or concrete? We're going to be making these benches out of wood. Yep. And, are, and okay. uh, how are these going to get anchored into the ground as well?
3: So there's already cement blocks and there's already brackets. All we have to do is just um, bolt, the brackets to the benches that are already onto the cement blocks, which are already in the ground. Yep.
1: And I would assume you guys are also staining the benches too, so they look nice and stay nicer for longer?
3: They are already gonna be pressure treated. correct, yes.
2: Awesome, so what
1: other renovations are you guys doing?
2: One of the things that uh, we're gonna be doing as well is we're gonna do a lot of trail work. Um, Going up to the grounds it's pretty brutal in terms of things being overgrown, trees being down, um, so that's going to take a big, uh, um, it's going to be a big part of the project. In some areas, we're going to put um, some railings because everybody knows that's been up to those grounds. It's hard attack hill going up those grounds. So a little railing will do a lot for um, a lot of people going up to the grounds as well. Um, there's also an access road in the back that we're going to try and clear out so we can get some small vehicles down there to help with the project and everything. So yeah. Um, Those are also the other main things that we're going to be working on.
1: So, why don't you build upon that access road a little bit? Um, What's important about it? You know, you said small vehicles are they bringing up, you know, what are they bringing up? Supplies for ceremonies or for work overall?
2: Yeah, so um, a big part of it's going to be used for this project, getting gravel and wood up to the uh, grounds for this project. Um, A lot of it also. Um, When we do prepare at a weekend for a fire or for bringing torches up, everything, the drum up, it's easier to have vehicle access with those things because the drum that we have, if anybody has seen it, it's a a buffalo hide. And also it's very uh, fragile. Um, If you drop it, it can rip, it can break. So we want to be careful bringing it up. So that's why we think it's a good idea to be able to bring it up with a small vehicle, whether that's a gator or um, some sort of small vehicle. And also um, to get firewood up there too. They do bring a lot of firewood up that way as well to help with the fires.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the stage specifically. What upgrades are you doing to that?
2: Um, so we're gonna be doing a little bit of cement work to fix in some, fill in some cracks. Um, some things are falling apart, um, almost not all the way. So we're gonna try and prevent that Um, So that's one of the things that we're going to be doing up on the stage, just a little cosmetic um, refurb uh, on the stage, but nothing too crazy on the stage.
1: So one of the things that new candidates come up to see when they go through the uh, ceremony trail up to the uh, main ceremony grounds itself, they see a lot of those uh, signs with the scout values or scout laws, I believe. What about those? Can you talk a little bit about those and how they uh, are now?
0: Yeah, so Kyle, that's a great point. So walking up on the trail, you'll see the 12 points of the scout law. And um, some of them are, they definitely need some work. They are, they're, some of them are in pretty bad shape. I'm not going to lie because they, um, they get left out all year round and that's okay. That's so maybe if scouts or troops come in the middle of the year, they can see them, they can walk up there. So we're going to be replacing some of the boards on there, hopefully a lot of them, that way we can make them look better new. And um, we're going to be painting them and I believe engraving them with like, obviously the name in there of that um, scout law. So we'll be doing that and then um, fixing them up. And then we don't know what we're going to do with the ones that we have left, but or like, sorry, when we replace them, we don't know what we're going to do with the old ones but we will definitely be replacing all of them.
1: Um, I, I know there's a painting of a turtle down by the entrance to the ceremony trail.
0: What about that? Are you guys going to be repainting that? Yes, so that was done at an old conclave, so we will be repainting it and making it look new. That way, from years to come, people can see the turtle nice and fresh.
1: Or are you guys just going to repaint over the design right now?
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing the same exact colors, that way, we can keep it historically accurate, and then, um. Yeah, same colors. That way it's the same turtle. than it was, I believe it was done in the 80s. So same turtle done.
1: So I know you guys, this isn't a, a free project that we're just going to give you the money for. Tell us a little about your fundraising. How, how are you going to get the money for this?
2: So for fundraising, um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be selling, um, well, we're going to have a donation page on uh, Unami Lodge's trading post. Um, and there's going to be different tiers of donations, and each tier is going to be um, on a plaque, depending on which tier you donate to, so there's going to be a good mid level, which is $1,500, and Edson level, which is $1,000, Alawattakima, which is $750, Mateyu, which is $500, Newtiket, which is $250, and Kitchkinet, which is $150, um, and then there's going to be an other as well, so you can donate uh, any amount as you want. And then the other thing we're going to be adding a little bit down the road um, is a back patch, which we're we're, we're really excited about. Um, Unami One hasn't done a back patch in probably I don't know four or five years, I would say. So um, we're pretty excited to introduce something like that to lodge again, and also um, just something different we haven't done in a while. We've done a lot of flaps, we've done a lot of other things, but we haven't done a backpatch in a really long time. So that's, those are the things we want to do with fundraising. Um, And our big fundraising goal is $10,000. That's what we're trying to reach um, through selling these sponsorships for the plaque and also the batch pack. So um, backpatch. So we're trying to hit $10,000.
1: So for someone like me who looks at $150 and says, that's a lot of money because I'm a high school student with no job. Uh, if I just donate $5, $10, do you guys think that will really help?
2: Yes. Sorry. Any donation will help us. And the other thing is, if you can't donate money, you can come to a service weekend to help. So if you can't um, give any kind of money, you can still come up to a service weekend that we're going to announce later dates for to help us um, fix up the grounds, do um, whatever needs to be done. So that's also another way you can give back, even though you, if you can't give any money. So that's also um, something we appreciate.
1: So obviously this is a really big project. How many man hours do you guys think this might take?
2: Kyle, I'm going to wow. be honest with you. Uh, I'm not sure. It's going to be a lot of elbow grease and going to work, but it's going to take a lot of hands to take this project on. Um, we're really counting on people from the Lodge also, people from, you know, heart staff who's been there before. Anybody that wants to help, um, we're, we're more than happy to have them come along because many hands make light work. So especially with this project, we, we really need a lot of help. Um, like I said, if you can only come out one weekend, that's fantastic. It'll help us a lot. Um, or if you can't make it and you want to donate, feel free to donate either in the form of the donation plaque or even buying the back patch, which is going to be really cool.
1: So let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit more about the plaque and the patch itself. Can you guys describe what the patch looks like?
0: Yes, Kyle. So the back patch is what our idea is right now is we're going to do an oval, and then on this back patch we're going to be including some of the iconic images that you'll see at Camp Heart. and they are the H podium up at the grounds. That is definitely going to be in there. We're going to include the turtle. At the bottom that's kind of one of the things that you think about heart and then in the background, we will be doing trees as like a landscape. And possibly doing a trail up the back patch and then we'll be doing the benches up at the top to make it look like a bird's eye view of the grounds and of the rock.
1: Now are all these patches going to be can they just be bought as large properties, or will they be for different levels
0: that you donate. So. That's a great question. What we're doing with this is we're just doing a back patch, just a, one back patch that any member of the lodge can purchase. That way it's a little simpler if someone can't afford it, everyone can have the same opportunity to buy this back patch and that way youth and adults can buy it. We thought about doing a tier system like that with the patches, but we feel like this would
2: be easier on everybody.
1: So, when will the patches start being released for people to purchase
2: the design is still in the works um, we're hoping to announce the patch design somewhere in the next coming weeks um, we will make a big announcement um, on social media and everything about it um, once it um, becomes available and um, either for pre-order or once we have it in stock
1: do you think there'll be only a limited number of patches being sold
2: um, we haven't really decided how many we're going to make yet, but there probably will be a limited number um, because this is, a, again, a project that we're going to be doing and hopefully in the next 10 months. So um, we're going to fundraise as much as we can in the little amount of time we have. So we probably will have a limited number. Um, we haven't decided, again, how much we're going to how many we're going to limit to. But yes, we probably will.
1: I know you guys talked about having some sort of plaque earlier. Can you talk a little bit more about that? You know, where's it going to go? How am I going to get my name on it? How am I going to plug the history committee on it as well?
2: Yeah, Kyle. So um, the plaque is going to be either, we haven't decided where in the ceremonial grounds, but most likely in the back, there's a couple big rocks in the back that we think we're going to put the plaque on to. Um And um, I think we think it's probably going to be the best spot. It's out of the way. It's not going to catch anybody's eye while the ceremony is going on to distract them. But it's probably going to be best up in the back. Um, and hopefully we can sneak the history committee on there somehow. We'll see.
1: So how does uh, just a normal person get their name on that plaque?
2: So to get your name on the plaque, either if you're a scout or not, if you donate to um, the Square store, um, you will be able to either if you donate from the levels of either Goodman to Kitchkinet, any of those levels, you will be able to um, get your name on that plaque. So anywhere from $1,500 to $150, you'll get your name on that plaque.
1: A limited number of people on that plaque?
2: Um, we haven't decided that yet. I think it's, if we're gonna have whoever many people wanna donate and we can fit them on a plaque, we're gonna fit them on a plaque. I don't think we're gonna limit it to any a, a number.
1: And are you guys going to cut donations off if you reach that $10,000 goal?
2: Uh, so we're not going to cut off fundraising. I mean, we're probably – our time that we're going to be fundraising the most is up until probably February, March before we start work. So between that time, I think we're going to do the most amount of um, donations. But if people still want to donate, we're more than happy to accept Um uh, a lot of, if we do go over that $10,000 mark, a lot of it's going to be put aside to help keep these grounds in good shape. If the tree falls down, if we have to replace benches, anything that happens in the future um, with any kind of damage to the grounds, if we don't use that money, it's going to go towards that. So,
1: so something else I want to talk about, actually, stage, there is a, you're redoing the mortar on the podium.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about that? you redoing the podium? If you look at the H, you can look at the one side and you can see that it's falling apart from when it was originally built. So we will be bringing someone in or trying to find someone within the lodge that has those skills and we'll be touching up the rock. That way we keep the history going. We don't wanna replace it. We don't wanna make it new, excuse me. We definitely wanna make it new. We don't wanna take it away. So we wanna make sure that history stays there. So we're just gonna touch it up a little bit, show it some love so we can use it for future ceremonies.
1: So if I'm I'm not mistaken, that should be pretty much everything you guys are looking to redo for the rounds themselves, right?
2: Correct, yeah.
1: So to give a little peace of mind to any other scouters at an event, what are you guys going to be doing for ceremonies instead of using the heart rounds? Do you guys have an alternate location?
0: So we have been using at Musser, we were using the campers camp circle or the campers fire circle. I'm sorry. We will. it's right in front of before you head down to the boathouse. So we'll be using that as an alternative place until the grounds are completed. And then hopefully for fall fellowship of 2021, we will be doing our first ceremony up there and having a brotherhood circle. Thank the grounds and to thank everyone for coming out and donating and to celebrate the new grounds.
1: I actually yeah. just remembered an important detail about the grounds themselves. Um, there's multiple fire pits where you guys put big fires during the ceremony.
3: What about those? Are they getting renovated? Are they staying in the same spots? Just like the podium up at the front, we're going to have to resubmit some of them. Some of the blocks have been falling off, but they are not moving. They are staying in the same place. I want to elaborate on something that Liam
2: just mentioned. So he, he just mentioned about um, doing a brotherhood fire. So come fall, once we do finish the grounds, that's when we want to have our first ceremony. So anybody listening right now and you donate or either come out to help work, we will, or we are planning to do something next fall fellowship at, at heart, um, either to do a big uh, opening ceremony, something like that, just so everybody can see what they've donated to all their hard work that's gone into it. So just if, if you are in the area and you wanna see the grounds, you haven't been there a long time. And after this project is complete, we really encourage you to come out, see old brothers, old friends, um, to see Camp Heart um, in its um, glory, and especially these grounds once once they're all done.
1: that's a really great segue. What is your timeline from here until when you want to open it? You know, when is that? What have you guys been doing, actually, before you presented all this to myself and the rest of the
2: LDC? So we've been working on this project, planning and everything, for the past three months um, with a small committee of guys, adults and youth, probably around six or seven of them, trying to figure out the best way to do this. And we think we've narrowed it down um, to what we're saying to you guys. Um, So we want to have, like I said, the first ceremony fall of next year. So we are going to be fundraising now until probably February, March, and then getting work done March, maybe up until summer or through summer. And again, having everything ready for the fall. So this whole project is going to take place within the next 10, 11 months. Um, And we want to be done again, like I said, for the fall.
1: you guys have to have like a
3: phased out plan of how you want to organize everything you're doing? Yes, we have a plan. We are going to do certain steps at certain times. We're not going to do everything all at once. We have different priorities, such as what Austin was talking about earlier, the access road. Some of the trees need to come down. Other than that, we're going to take one thing by one step at a time, just so we can preserve everything as well as it needs to be and we do everything right.
1: So we are coming to the end of our time. Um, do you guys have a favorite part that you're working on that you really value deeply?
0: My favorite part is preserving the grounds. Not one necessary, like certain part of it, but the entirety of the grounds, because coming from a ceremonial standpoint and coming from my dad used to do ceremonies up there with the podium 30, 40 years ago, same as Austin's dad. and. I think it's very important that we continue these traditions and it's important to me because it's like coming down. My dad did it, I did it. And hopefully maybe one day my kids will
3: do it. So definitely getting these grounds done. I definitely have to elaborate more on what lambs said as well. I've been involved with ceremonies for three years now and it's, I love it. I enjoy it. And I love every second of it. And anything we can do to preserve the grounds for the future is just it's amazing.
2: Yeah, my, my favorite part is we mentioned a lot of the big projects overall that we're going to be completing in this um, ordeal. But one of the small things that we're trying to work into the plans is when you go up the trail um, to the ground. So there's this humongous rock. And one of our plans is to write a quote on that rock. And it's one of my favorite quotes that I say at the end of every single ceremony as we're leaving the circle. Um, E. Erner Goodman's quote, for he who serves his fellows is of all his fellows greatest. And I think that's something that everybody in everyday life can take a hold of that quote and it can mean something to them in some certain way. But it also shows us as a brotherhood of what we do is meaningful either to camp or to other people as well so that's one of the things i'm looking forward to as well
1: before we sign off and plug our social medias and all that do you guys have anything else to add any final comments
0: thank you kyle for giving us this opportunity to promote the project and for anyone listening please if you have a couple extra dollars donate if you don't come out and work come out and help with us say hi to some of your fellow brothers And then at the end, come and see the beautiful project.
1: No problem. I actually have one last question. When do you guys think the donations will uh, open up?
2: At the time of this podcast being released, it should be up and running. Um, If it is not, it will come uh, very shortly after. But hopefully when this podcast airs, it will be ready to go and attached um, to this podcast. So um, either in the link at the bottom or along on social media as well.
1: Awesome. I think that's pretty much everything. I think it's time to sign off. Thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Cedar Log. We're so glad you took time to listen. Make sure you donate to Unami Lodge 1 and help out build ceremony grounds, because ceremonial grounds are what really make an orderly air experience. Donation pages should be live on our website, and we hope to see you guys tune in to another episode. Thank you. The Cedar Log is a production of the Unami Lodge 1 History Committee, hosted by Kyle. Tech and video by Reese, audio by Luke Clancy, and special guests, Liam, Patrick, and Austin.